Welcome to the Solution Podcast, a place where you can find help for your situation, hope through your salvation, and healing for your soul. Welcome to the Solution Podcast. I am your host, Jody Almond, and I want to say welcome today as we continue the teaching that we have started over the past few weeks on the topic of potential predators. And what we mean by that and what we've been teaching you on is how to discern predatory things in your life that are trying to kill your potential and teaching you about those things so that you can kill them before they kill your potential. And so as we begin this week, I want to take just a moment at the onset of the episode And I want to share with you really quickly just a quote, if I can, from the late Kobe Bryant. And most of you are aware, if you're connected to media at all, and for you listening to this, I must assume you are, about the tragic passing of Kobe, his daughter, and uh, seven other people on the helicopter aircraft that crashed a week last Sunday. And so in that, I want to share this quote because it goes perfectly with what we're going to talk about today, because today's topic that I want to share with you is excuses. And I find one of the major things that kill our potential is the ability we have to make excuses that we don't end up doing what we should do. So listen to Kobe Bryant's quote. He says, I have nothing in common with lazy people who blame others for their lack of success. Great things come from hard work and perseverance, no excuses. Did you hear Kobe's last words there? No excuses. Now, I think if we'd be honest today, we would have to agree that Kobe Bryant is one of the best basketball players to have ever lived, period, right? Um, Now, I'll be honest, I'm not a huge follower of basketball like some folks are, But I can tell you this, that from what I know of basketball and from what I know of statistics and from what I know of the press and from what I know of results, Kobe Bryant was one of the best to ever play the game. And he says one of the reasons why is because of hard work, perseverance, and the ability to learn that he could not allow himself to make excuses. Now, I'm, I'm just trying to give props to the man today because this is what I'm trying to get you to understand. Let's use another one. Michael Jordan had every reason in the world, folks, to, to make the excuse that he would never play basketball. If you know his story, great. If you don't, go look it up and read it. But the guy should have really never played basketball by most people's estimation. But Michael Jordan had a mentality that instead of allowing what somebody else projected onto him, he would not make excuses and he would be willing, he would be willing to put in the hard work, to persevere, to have determination. And in that, he became another of the greatest men to ever play the sport of NBA basketball. So I want to talk to you today about this because I believe that there's a major difference between the struggler, the settler, 
and the successful. These are the three categories that I believe every person falls into one of these three. You're either in the category of a struggler, you're in the category of a settler, or you're in the category of the successful. And the difference is the successful have learned the ability to eliminate excuses. The ones who are successful produce results, while the struggler and the settler live a life of rejecting God's perfect will for their life. They never understand, they never understand their true purpose in life. They never understand getting God partnered in life. And so we find that. Let me help you understand. The way I view excuses today, friend, is excuses are the executioners to your visions, your dreams, and reaching your divine destiny. Can I just say that one more time so I'll, so you get it? Because when you think of an executioner, it's there to kill you. It's a predator that is there to destroy you. It is there to make your life be dead so that you don't have life. Jesus said the thief comes to steal, to kill, and to destroy. He says, but I have come that you might have life and have it more abundantly. Excuses are executioners to your visions, your dreams, and reaching your divine destiny. Listen to a quote by Andy Stanley. He says, good excuses rarely collect dust. We use them and use them and use them. Let me share a personal story. Many of you know that I just have released globally a brand new book that has just been published and distributed through over 39,000 streams and has already, in less than a week of being out and being live on Amazon, had reached in five days an Amazon bestseller, number one bestseller category, and on my Kindle version. Now, here's the catch. I felt the desire, I felt the drawing and the calling to write a book, not that particular book, but a book eight years prior to me writing this book, at least eight years prior. And let me tell you the reason I did not write the book. The reason I did not write the book until I, I come to it this past year was because of excuses. In my heart and my mind, listener, podcast world, listen to me. In my heart and my mind, I made a million excuses why I shouldn't write the book. I said, I'm not an avid reader. Why would anyone read my book? Number two, I'm not the most eloquent speaker or talker or writer? Why would anyone want to read what I write? Number three, I've never written. Number four, how do I even do it? I don't know where to get started. All these excuses I allowed to bombard my mind and I failed to do it. Now, when I think about that, I have to get into the concepts that I want to share with you today because I think I've comprised at least a list of 10 things that cause us to never move in our environment that is, that is um, producing our purpose. It's a good environment. 
Okay, we talked about that in the first uh, of these series of teachings is our environment can kill our potential, but it can also produce potential in our lives. And so the thing is, is that we're in a good environment. All right. We, we're, we're there and we, we still make excuses. We still have reasons. Can I tell you what causes us to make excuses? I want to share with you this. Number one is fear. Number one is fear. We are fearful of rejection. We are fear, fearful of, of failing. We are fearful of, of making a fool of ourselves. We are fearful that we won't know how to do it. There's all these fears. Listen to what motivational speaker Zig Ziglar said. He said, fear has two meanings if we use it as an acronym. He says, fear stands for forget everything and run. Isn't that what so many of us do? That's what I did when I had the idea, the seed planted in me from my, my divine purpose and, and from my creator of part of my creation purpose. When I understood that I was to write a book, I let fear set in and fear caused me to forget everything and run. The other opportunity of fear is face everything and rise. So which one will you choose? The choice is yours, Zig Ziglar says. He says, fear has two meanings and it's your choice. You can either choose to see it as opposition and forget everything and run, or I'm adding the opposition in there, okay? Or I say, you, adding to Zig Ziglar, you can see it as an opportunity and face everything and rise. Because do we believe God when he says, I can do all things through Christ? Who strengthens me? I'm really not trying to preach to you, but it, I'm inspired by this because I know so many people, so many people make excuses because of fear. Another reason we make excuses is because of frustration. This deals more with the settler. The fear deals with every category. And let me say this, let me back up for one second, because I think we have people teaching us a wrong methodology saying that you should not be afraid. You should never have fear. Listen to me. If you never have fear, you probably should get some uh, mental help because I'm going to tell you something. Fear is healthy. There is a healthy fear in life. You should not let fear overtake your faith. But fear is healthy. I can promise you, I can promise you that if someone was getting ready to throw you out of an airplane without a parachute, you would have a moment of fear, if not a whole fall of fear. Okay? And fear is healthy. That's why we tell our kids not to touch a hot stove because fear is felt healthy. We're teaching them, be afraid of the hot stove. It will hurt you. Fear is healthy. Okay? But let me move forward because frustration deals a little more, I think, with the settler. Because when you think about frustration, it means you've tried, but you did not get the results you wanted. Right? You've tried to do something, but the results you wanted did not come and they weren't attainable. And so I think we get frustrated. We get frustrated because we're not patient. 
We get frustrated because the results didn't come in the time we thought they would or like we thought they would. And so frustration sets in and we say, ah, I'll just settle. I'll settle where I'm at. I'll settle where I'm at. I'm making okay money. I'm doing okay in life. I'm miserable, but I'll settle. Never settle. Settlers can't be truly successful. They can't reach the peak of their potential. They might reach a peak, but not the peak. I mean, I believe God wants us to go to the highest peaks. He wants us to plant our flag on top of Mount Everest, right? So frustration also is the reason we make excuses. Number three is failure. Failure causes us to make excuses in every category if we're not careful. Now, the successful have understood that failure is not final. They understand that the only way to achieve true success is through failure. Because failure teaches us what we need to learn to keep going and improve. But the mentality for so many is when we fail, we stay down. A quote that comes to my mind in this moment is from the movie Rocky and Rocky Balboa, Sylvester Stallone playing the part who wrote the script says this, it's not a matter of how many times you get knocked down in life. It's a matter of how many times you get knocked down and get back up again. And isn't that why we love Rocky? I mean, black eyed, busted lip, bruised face. He's, he's basically on the brink of death, but he gets up again and again and again. The referee is on eight and Rocky is stumbling to his feet in the corner and he's being cheered on by the fans and he keeps on fighting. Paul said, I fight the good fight of faith. Friend, let me tell you something. Don't let your failures define you. Don't let your failures define you. They're not final. They're not final. And if you can realize that, you will achieve success. Think about the people who've truly been successful that you read about and you know, okay? They had many failures on the way to their success. As a matter of fact, not long ago, I heard a story of Abraham Lincoln. And if you don't know his story, he failed so many times at his hand in politics. When somebody asked him, Abraham, why do you keep trying? Why don't you just give up and go home? Abraham said, because there's somebody who believes in me. Can I tell you something? You have somebody watching you that believes in you. It may be a child. It may be a spouse. It may be a parent. And if you say, I don't have anybody, you've got me. I believe in you. I know God has greatness destined for your life. And I want to tell you, don't focus on your failures. Let your failures be a foothold to get to the next rung in the ladder of your ladder of success. Let me move on. Number four, forging ahead to undiscovered territory. Now you hear this all the time. It's never been done. I've never done it that way. You hear these kinds of, of explanations giving as an excuse to why we can't do it. If we had that mentality, we would not be using 
the majority of the luxuries we have today, we would still be walking or riding a mule or a horse. We would still uh, be in the dark ages as far as electricity. Thank God for Albert Einstein and him developing electricity. When people said he was insane, he understood more than they did by knowing that he had to forge ahead to undiscover territory. Thank God for the Wright brothers from my state of North Carolina who was willing to say, you know what? We want to be like a bird. We want to fly. People said, man, you're crazy, right? Brothers, you can't fly. But the Wright brothers said, watch, and we're going to go into uncharted territory. Have you ever felt God leading you into uncharted territory? Can I tell you something? That's usually your sign. Jeff Foxworthy talked all about here's your sign. Here's your sign for success. God's going to take you to places that you can't take the glory for because he doesn't share his glory. So forge ahead if you know God is calling you to do something into uncharted territory. I'm glad that people were willing to, in a basement, begin to work with computer software and computer technology to come up with this schematics and this technology that we have today that we call the Internet that we call computers, that we call laptops, that we call smartphones, all of that came from somebody running into uncharted territory, forging ahead into undiscovered territory. Another one that we have to deal with, everyone, is faithlessness. Because when we consider this, we have to understand that faithlessness is truth. Okay, the reason we don't move ahead so many times is because we don't have the faith we need to move ahead. And I want to encourage you today to have faith. My life verse, if you've gotten an autographed copy of my book, every book I sign, I write this verse in. I write this verse in. And the verse I write in it is Mark 9 and 23. Mark 9 and 23. And I write that because it became my life verse many years ago. And the reason it did is because it spoke to me so immensely. And this is what it says. Jesus says to a man, if you can believe, all things are possible to him who believes. And this man says back to Jesus in verse 24, Lord, help my unbelief. Can I tell you something today? I want to encourage you. I want to encourage you that if you're listening today, and you say, hey, you know what, Jody? I don't have the faith to forge ahead. I don't have the faith to move past my fear. I don't have the faith to get over my frustration. I don't have the faith to get uh, around my failures. I, I just can't seem to find the faith. The faith is the root of my issue. Hey, can I tell you something? Trust God. Trust God, which is faith. And without faith, it's impossible to please him. Let God guide you and get to the place God is taking you. I'm closing with this. The children of Israel wandered, a whole generation wandered for 40 years and died in a place God never intended them to die. His purpose for their life was to walk into the promised land and live in prosperity. Do you know the majority of humanity is just like the children of Israel? 
their wandering in a circle aimlessly called the wilderness of life as a struggler, as a settler, and very few become Joshua's and say, I'm going to get what God has for me. As a matter of fact, out of 10 spies, only two had the faith to believe. And those two are the only two out of that generation who went in. Will you be a man, a woman, a child of faith today and trust God that what he says is yes and amen and nothing except you can stop him? I encourage you today, don't let your faithlessness hinder your progress. Now that's just part of these things that stop us from getting into our potential to fulfilling our potential. And so I'll share more with you next week and I hope you'll come back, but that's all for today. I'm out of time, but I hope, I hope and I pray that you will kill the potential predator of excuses in your life. I'm praying for you this week, friend. Until next week, God bless. Thank you for listening to this week's episode of the Solution Podcast. We are hopeful that it has been a blessing to you and an encouragement. We can't wait to join you again next Thursday with a brand new exciting episode of the Solution Podcast. God bless.